0: I'm Shana
1: Police release more information about a shooting in which an officer killed a suspect in Fairfax County.
0: More legal battles between Loudoun County Schools and Virginia's Attorney General. This is Kyle Cooper.
1: We're not going to give in. A church displaying a Black Lives Matter sign targeted by vandals. I'm Melissa Howell. Six
0: o'clock. It's CBS News on the hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business.
2: I'm Lydna Kenyon in Washington. Vice President Kamala Harris is calling on Congress to act following the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. She spoke to CBS's Robert Costa. We also need Congress to act because that branch of government is where we actually codify, which means put into law, The rights that, again, we took for granted, but clearly have now been taken from the women of America. More on Sundays face the nation. Elon Musk and Twitter may be headed to court now that Musk is abandoning his $44 billion bid to buy Twitter. He claims the company failed to provide enough information about the number of fake accounts. Twitter disputes that. CBS tech reporter Dan Patterson says something else might be going on here.
1: Musk has been accused in the past of manipulating markets and pulling stunts like this to kind of mess with a company's stock price. If that was the case, it was certainly successful here.
2: The body of Japan Shinzo Abe is back in Tokyo after the former prime minister was assassinated yesterday. A crowd of reporters and supporters stood outside his home as the hearse arrived. The BBC's Marika Oi was there. Mr. Abe's funeral is expected to take place on the 12th Japan holds an upper house election tomorrow on Sunday. Police say the suspect confessed. The final goodbyes have started for those killed in Monday's Independence Day parade shooting near Chicago. Funerals have been held for 63 year old Jacqueline Sundheim and 88 year old Steven Strauss. Sundheim's daughter Leah tells mourners.
1: I'm overwhelmed with such profound sadness that she won't be holding my hand during
0: all the important things I have yet to complete.
2: Friends and family have also gathered in memory of 78-year-old Nicholas Toledo Zaragoza, who was visiting from his native Mexico, where he will soon be laid to rest. CBS's Jennifer Kuiper in Chicago. Former President Trump's White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, has given closed-door testimony before the January 6th committee. Here's CBS's Skylar Henry on Capitol Hill. The
1: deposition comes more than a week after former Trump White House aide, Cassidy Hutchinson, referenced Cipollone, while describing former President President Trump's unsuccessful demands to join the angry mob on January 6th.
2: The committee believes Cipollone has exclusive insight into the former president's actions before, during, and after the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Wisconsin's conservative-controlled Supreme Court has ruled that absentee ballot drop boxes may be placed only in election offices. Here's political scientist Barry Burden.
0: Voters like, I think, the convenience and the security of being able to put the ballot into a physical box rather than depending on the mail service.
2: The ruling is a defeat for Democrats who say it would make it harder to vote in the battleground state. This is CBS News.
0: Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here with savings on top-rated business computers with Intel Core processors. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 603 on Saturday, July 9th, where it's 70 degrees, rain heavy in spots this morning. We are staying in the 70s today. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. The top local stories we're following this hour, that heavy rain has made a mess of some roads this morning and the wet weather will stick with us for much of the day. Let's get the details
1: on what we've seen so far from Storm Team Force Chad Merrill. And good morning, John. The heaviest rain right now is across Sponsylvania County, King George's County. Stretches of I-95 you will find reduced visibility at times as well as southern parts of Charles County. This is moving towards Lexington Park. Eventually it will move over the bay towards Uh, Prince Anne, Salisbury, and also the eastern shore. Right now in the nation's capital, we have very light rain, a stretch of some light to moderate rain in Anne Arundel County. There's a bit of a break until you get west of Hagerstown, Maryland, and a batch of showers moving over the mountains will only reinforce the light to moderate rain and the flash flooding that we've seen across the nation's capital and much of northern Virginia. Widespread flood warnings continue from southern parts of Montgomery County into northern Virginia for the next couple of hours. Not only do we have the flash flooding, but the streams and creeks are rising even after the rain here has tapered off to late to moderate intensity. So keep that in mind as you are traveling about this morning. We will have some drier weather moving in tonight and a stretch of nice weather to end the weekend. I'll have the details on the forecast coming up in just a couple of minutes.
0: All right, thank you, Chad. And that's coming up on the eights. Abortion rights supporters, meanwhile, have promised a summer of rage over the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe v. Wade. This morning, the Women's March will be holding a demonstration in front of the White House.
2: The organization is asking participants to be willing to risk arrest. We want
1: people to go into
2: protests with their eyes open and understand that we are in an escalation as a movement. We are, you know, kind of in an escalated and heightened period as a country. Women's March Executive Director Rachel O'Leary Carmona says this won't be the typical large protests they've held in the past. You should expect direct action and escalated tactics from a normal march. All of this, she says, to keep the pressure on... Up. She says the president's recent executive action to protect reproductive rights was a good first step, but more needs to be done. Shayna Stulin, WTOP News.
0: Now, there doesn't appear to be any organized counter-protest planned today, though abortion rights opponents do plan on holding a large march in D.C. in January. We're learning more about a deadly police shooting in McLean. Fairfax County police say the victim is 26-year-old Jasper Lynch. Police say they got two calls about a man in crisis Thursday. Officers and a mental health clinician arrived at a house on Arbor Lane around 7 p.m. but couldn't find the man. They came back after a second call about the man around 8.30. Officers then found Lynch inside the house holding a bottle and what they say was a decorative wooden tribal mask. They say Lynch threw the mask at an officer and began swinging the bottle at them. Two officers hit Lynch with their stun guns. The third fired a handgun. Virginia's new telework policy is not going over well with some state employees. WRIC reports over 300 employees have resigned since the change took place in early May. The new mandate requires everyone to submit an application to work remotely. Some requests go to agency heads, while others have to be approved by Governor Glenn Youngkin's chief of staff. A judge is set to hear a motion Monday in the legal battle between Loudoun County Schools and Virginia's attorney general. And now there's a new wrinkle, too. The hearing is on Loudoun County's attempt to stop the work of a grand jury that's looking into how the school system handled two sexual assaults involving students. The school system says Attorney General Jason Miares acted outside the Constitution and the law informing the grand jury, so they asked a judge to stop it. Millares wants the hearing on the issue set for Monday closed to the public, but the school system says it should be open and nothing secret will be exposed. The school's attorney writes, Civil hearings are routinely open to members of the press and the public the judge in the case will likely address the issue before the hearing starts at 10 a.m. Monday. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. And coming up, we'll get more on this very wet weather and flooding concerns this morning. It's 6.07. The Maryland premier election is July 19th. You have three ways to vote. You can vote early in an early voting center in your county between July 7th and 14th. You can vote by mail. Request a ballot by July 12th post-market, or place it in a drop box by July 19th. Or you can vote on Election Day. For more information, visit elections.maryland.gov 2022.
1: For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping